Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to your last day of August 2021. At this point, it's really incredible to reflect upon summer 2021 because here in Ontario, Canada, where I live, our kids go back to school this week. And I know in other parts of the world, um, kids have been back already for a few weeks. But for myself, being a teacher, I actually started school yesterday and we've got a few days of workshops and training and stuff. And then we welcome back our kids on Thursday. So it's always an exciting week, but it's also filled with some stress and uncertainty for families as trying to get kids, you know, back into a routine after two months of vacation. Plus, of course, our three months of virtual learning prior to that. And of course, the uncertainty of new grades, new classrooms, new teachers, new schedules, new mandates due to ongoing COVID regulations, etc. It's just a lot at times for students, for parents and school staff. So this week, if you're a Canadian listener and are diving back into school days, please know that you are in my thoughts and prayers this week. And if you are listening from, you know, the US, Europe, or anywhere else in the world where you're already a couple of weeks into school, well, know that I am also praying for you and your families too as we begin another year of learning in some uncertain times globally. While we're on the topic of stress, today we wrap up our unofficial mini series on anxiety, worry, and stress with an episode that I've titled of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast called Stress With Less. And I'm excited to share this episode with you. We'll start today with a folktale. And I wish I could give credit to the author, but this is one of those that you might have heard beforehand, but I simply searched the title on, you know, the Google and I found it. So I'm not sure who the original author is and who wrote it, but if you haven't heard this one, you're you're going to like it, okay? There once was a businessman who was sitting by the beach in a small Brazilian village. As he sat, he saw a Brazilian fisherman rowing a small boat towards the shore, having caught quite a few big fish. The businessman was impressed and asked the fisherman, How long does it take you to catch so many fish? The fisherman replied, Oh, just a short while. Then why don't you stay longer at sea and catch even more? The businessman was astonished. This is enough to feed my whole family, the fisherman said. The businessman then asked, So what do you do for the rest of the day? The fisherman replied, 
Well, I usually wake up early in the morning, go out to sea and catch a few fish, then go back and play with my kids. In the afternoon, I take a nap with my wife and evening comes. I join my buddies in the village for a drink. We play guitar, sing and dance throughout the night. The businessman offered a suggestion to the fisherman. I am a PhD in business management. I could help you become a more successful person. From now on, you should spend more time at sea and try to catch as many fish as possible. When you have saved enough money, you could buy a bigger boat and catch even more fish. Soon you will be able to afford to buy more boats. Set up your own company, your own production plant for canned food and distribution network. By then you will have moved out of this village and to Sao Paulo where you can set up HQ to manage your other branches. The fisherman continues. And after that, the businessman laughs heartily. After that, you can live like a king in your own house. And when the time is right, you can go public and float your shares in the stock exchange and you will be rich. The fisherman asks. And after that, the businessman says, after that, you can finally retire. You can move to a house by the fishing village, wake up early in the morning, catch a few fish, then return home to play with the kids, have a nice afternoon nap with your wife, and when evening comes, you can join your buddies for a drink, play the guitar, sing and dance throughout the night. The fisherman was puzzled. Isn't that what I'm doing now? My sister, what is it that you are doing now? Are you spending your life content in your day, savoring the simplicity of the moments we are given, focusing on helping others, doing good deeds, living the life God intended for you? Or are you racing through life, trying to get your hands on the bigger, better, shinier, more expensive, upgraded, roomier, fancier, and luxury version of everything? Do you realize that much of the stress that you are likely feeling is actually created by the internal dialogue and pressure that you put on yourself? Do you know that by changing the conversation and vision happening in your mind, you can actually stress less? Like stress a lot less. There are, of course, many stressors in our life that we cannot avoid. Like, for example, a global pandemic for one, but there are so many stressors in life that you actually create through what you decide to focus on. Let's be honest. We are a society who bases value on stuff. Possessions, things, wealth, money, luxury. It's what so many of us strive for. The big home, the luxury car, designer handbag, jewelry, the fanciest stuff we can get our credit cards on. But listen to what Jesus says in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 19 to 21. He says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasure in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The life we live on earth is temporary. It's really just a small little blip in history that we are here. And really, life on earth is a warm-up to eternal life in heaven. So think about that. This life, 
if we were to compare it in the sense of a home, it's like the foyer, the entry to an amazing, gorgeous home that you're going to one day live in. You're not going to spend all your time and energy buying crap for the foyer, are you? Then what, when you walk into an empty house with nothing in it, because you spend all your time and money and resources decorating the entry? How would your perspective change if you began to dedicate less time and money to amassing stuff and more time to amassing treasures that can be stored in heaven? So think things like kindness, generosity, humility, love, support, things you can do while you are here and not buy. Time is money, my sisters. You trade your time for stuff. Are the things you are buying to create the life that you are living worth the trade? Like the fisherman in the story, he already had what he needed and was happy with what he had. He got to spend quality time with his family, enjoy the outdoors and the simpleness of a good day of life. I'm not in any way saying, sell all your possessions and begin to live the life of an extreme minimalist or a monk. Hey, if that's what you're into and want to, then go for it. But what I'm saying is this, are you creating stress in your life because of this vision that you've created for yourself and your family? Like if you or your husband have to work overtime away from your kids because of credit card debt that you racked up buying stuff, junk that you can't afford, is that worth the trade? If you are losing sleep over the vacation home you own, but can never get to because you work like 60 plus hours a week, is that worth the trade? Are you beginning to experience some health issues because you never have time to be home to eat a healthy home-cooked meal and take care of yourself and relax a little bit with your family? Is your health worth the trade? Now, I know that some people might be saying, okay, come on, Sarah, I live in an expensive area and I have to keep up with my neighbors and I have to work the 80-hour week because it's what allows me to live in the home I live in and send my kids to the school they go to. My question is, is it worth the trade? Is it worth the stress? Could you be happier in another situation? It's all about perspective. So what if you could slow down a bit? And I know that honestly, this is a scary thought for many people, but hear me out. What if you could begin to create a slower life for yourself and your family? What if you could focus on amassing treasures in heaven? So maybe instead, for example, of putting every single penny you make into buying new stuff, you take 5%, 10% or more, whatever percentage you want of your income to donate, to allow someone else to get a leg up in this world. Generosity, that is a treasure you can store in heaven. What if perhaps instead of taking that next overtime shift, you spend that same amount of time creating memories with your kids? Quality time, that's a treasure you can store in heaven. What if instead of kenneling your dog for 12 hours a day, just so that you can work a long day, including a commute for a few extra bucks, if you decided to find a job closer to home 
so you can fit in an hour-long walk with your dog each day. Can you imagine what an hour of fresh air with your bestie would do for your mental health? Appreciation of nature. That's a treasure you can store in heaven. What if you bailed on the next gossip-filled luncheon with girls from your tennis club to volunteer to serve lunch to someone else? Service to others. That's a treasure you can store in heaven. Point is, there are limitless experiences that you can do for yourself and others that use kindness as a currency. Kindness is the currency of heaven. You can't buy your way into heaven, and you can't take all the stuff from here with you. Are you willing to trade some of your stress for treasures you can store in heaven? Can you find ways to free yourself from the constraints of consumerism so that you can be more of who God created you to be while you're here on earth? He wants you to be kind, generous, loving, caring, supportive, humble, loyal, honest, selfless, faithful, and intentional. Can you find ways to live more simply, humbly, generously, and focus on quality time with loved ones in service to others and gratitude? Because that is what is going to start to take stress out of your life when you're constantly seeking more, but your more is focused on the more stuff, the more things, the more anything that you can't bring with you to heaven. Those are the things that we we dedicate so much time and energy and resources to, but yet they're what causes much more stress. And I'm not saying, like I said before, to be completely void of purchasing. And I'm not saying that, but if that stuff is taking time away from your family or taking time away from your true passions in life, then you have to always ask, is it worth the trade? Are you creating stress in your life because you're focusing on the wrong thing? As soon as you shift your focus and change your perspective, you're going to start to see that your stress is reduced because you're not in this vicious cycle of that expression, keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses aren't going to be important when it's the end of your life, you know? So that's where it's just this mindset shift to simplify. And instead of purchasing power, just focusing in on doing good for others or kind deeds, helping, being a person that God created you to be. That's the shift that I want to encourage you to see today if you can make. So if you want to uh, pray together and ask for that shift in perspective, I will lead us in prayer. Okay, so let's, uh, let's do this together. Heavenly Father, we come to you today so grateful for our day of life, for this gift that you have given us. And Lord, today we ask you to please help us be aware of what we are trading our time for. And if we're trading our time for things that are creating stress in our life, Lord, we ask that you allow us to be mindful of that and to to feel that little pain in our heart that is going to come from knowing that we're trading our time and our energy and our resources for the wrong things. Lord, we just ask that you make us aware. Ask us. 
about what we're trading our time for. Ask us what we're trading our energy for. And if it doesn't sit right with us, please show us what we can do to make a better choice going forward. We ask that you help us to do that so that we can start to eliminate that stress in our life that we create by wanting to keep up with the neighbors and keep up with our friends and just keep up with society that is so based in consumerist mindset rather than Christian mindset. And we ask that you show us how to make that shift today. Lord, we ask for your provision for what we need to get through this day of life in a way that brings us happiness and joy. We ask for your protection, Lord, today from harm, from fear, from things that cause our family stress. Lord, we ask for your power to show us better. Show us what we can do with our time and our resources that honors you and honors what is said in Matthew 6, chapter 19 to 21, to not focus on the treasures of earth, but to focus on the treasures of heaven. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have the most incredible last day of August 2021. We will be joining again together next Tuesday in September. And uh, I'm looking forward to September. I'm looking forward to fall. I'm looking forward to the change in season and starting a new year at school. I wish you all of God's blessings today from my heart to yours. Bye for now. <music>